0: Hey guys! Thanks for listening to the Shooting Jays podcast. My name is Jessica Snee, alongside my co-host Stephen Thompson. How are you doing today, Stephen? Good, Jess. How about you? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, glad that we have basketball coming back. We have dates set and training camp to begin.
1: Yeah, dates. It's uh pretty crazy thinking that we would kind of be excited you know, when they're giving us, you know, dates for when basketball is going to start up, but here we are.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So they did, they did pass that 22 team, um, scenario that we talked about last week. So July 31st, the players will report to Orlando, um, and begin their training camp. Um, sorry, not training camp. That's when they'll begin the season. Um, they're expected to go to Orlando. I think it's mid June. They said, um, So, yeah, and then we got playoff dates as well Uh, for the play-in tournaments for the ninth and 8th seed. If they have to go there, it's uh, the 16th and the 17th of August. So the first round of the NBA um, playoffs would be August 18th. Could you believe that
1: months ago? Wow, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, normally the the lottery and the actual draft and finals would be over.
0: Right, everything. They'd be, they'd be in that low moment of the basketball season, waiting for the schedule to come out.
1: Right. Yeah, so to answer <laughs> your question, no, I never thought
0: we'd yeah, be doing yeah. that. So that would put, the second round would start September 1st. The conference finals would be September 15th. And the game one of the finals would be September 30th. So after that, the draft would follow on October 15th, um, which is going to be close to only a few days probably after the finals ends, uh, wow. they'll have that draft.
1: That's pretty nuts. It's pretty smart, though, to have some games right around Labor Day weekend.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, it's usually that. I mean, you have baseball, but we won't get into that. But it's nice to have other, <laughs> other you know, sports teams to play for and watch. Um, I'm excited because they're doing it by the conferences. I know we had talked about that, and they're not going mm-hmm. one through 16. They're doing straight conferences. So I like that road better for the Celtics.
1: How about you? Oh, absolutely. Like the way we talked about last week, that it wouldn't have been good news. <laughs> you know, it's Not at all. I mean, at least now they have a fighting chance. Like if it holds right, they'll play Philly first
0: yes if they say right now uh, they but all the teams going to Orlando will play eight games Um, and then it's kind of confusing but if the ninth seed is within four games of the eighth seed then they would do a play-in tournament and the ninth seed would have to beat the eighth seed twice to go on and the eighth seed would only have to beat the ninth once oh okay Yep. Though I'm, I'm not crazy about that, honestly. Um, they're, obviously, their schedules are tweaked because they can't finish the season against some of the teams that aren't coming back to Orlando. I just think Memphis kind of gets screwed out of it, but in a sense, it's good for us, right? Because that right. will put us in the lottery if they, <laughs> if they miss out. So there's plus and minuses to, to both having those six extra teams in there. I mean, they got Zion and they want Ja. You know, I get it for entertainment and stuff, but should have just brought them all back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't really get why they – I mean, you'd think they'd want as many as possible to get as much revenue as they can because,
0: you know, right, the salaries
1: even, and stuff are kind of dependent on that.
0: Yeah, or even just get to play because think of how long these teams, these eight teams that aren't playing, how long it's going to be for them. To play basketball, there's going to be no summer league. There's going to, you know what I mean? So they're going to mm. be off till, they're going to be off till what, October? So from March to October, these eight teams haven't played any meaningful games. Did they cancel summer league already? Um, they haven't officially canceled it, but
1: yeah.
0: all these teams will be playing, you know, when summer league would have been, because I believe summer leagues beginning of
1: July. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like right after the draft. <laughs> and I miss that. I love Summer League. I love watching the Summer League and seeing all the, you know, young talent coming up.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, was it last year Jalen had a pretty good Summer League? Or was it the year before? I forget. One.
0: I was the one year the before
1: past, you. Yeah. You had yeah a it was his good, second time. Right, yeah. I mean, obviously he's playing his second time, like you said, so – and he was better than a lot of the kids that just came out that were playing. So it's still fun to see yep. him play. Yeah, that
0: second time he was in there, he was making look, everybody else look ridiculous.
1: <laughs>
0: um, you know, you just, you could see his talent was way above what was there at the moment.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: All right. Well, we get some questions. Um, from some people and we're going to answer a few of those. We can't get to all of them. Um, but the first question uh, is Rich from Rich Gelman. and He asked uh, that Hayward has looked good when he was finally starting to get his game back before the break. How do you think this will affect his game?
1: Ooh. Well, it's definitely going to allow him to get healthy. I mean, pretty much all year he was kind of nagged by little injuries, which kind of stunk because he, like Rich said, he definitely seemed to be finding his groove. So hopefully he's now fully healthy. We don't, you know, we talked about this, but we don't want any like soft tissue injuries when they're getting ready for the season. So I mean, yes, his, yeah. his health paramount really. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I hope, yeah, I still hope they kind of bring him off the bench, but I don't think they're going to do it.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Brad would do. Honestly, he. Um, he. I wouldn't put it past him to do it because he's definitely made those changes before. But I think coming back, he's. Gordon's got to be in the starting lineup. You got to get that chemistry because he's going to be in there playoff time. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think this will help him. You know. I think we should see, him similar to how he was before the break, which is, great news for the Celtics because if he can come together like that and Kemba be healthy, Uh, this team is crazy good, you know, underrated.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, health definitely for sure. I'm still worried about Kemba. I don't know why. It's just a gut feeling that that's kind of going to be like a knee issue that he's going to have to deal with for a long time.
0: Right. Um, We actually had a question about uh, Kemba from Vincenzo Costa. He asked, if Kemba still doesn't look healthy, how does that change the path for the season moving forward? So it changes it completely. I mean, you, you lose your starting point guard. And who do you have? Marcus Smart. He's not a sh- He's a point guard, but he's not. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Brad Wanamaker. I just... He... <laughs> there's no chance they win if Kemba isn't healthy.
1: No. I mean that's why they brought him in. Yeah, you know, he's he's absolutely needed for a deep run and I guess you could play Hayward at the point, but you don't really yeah, want to do that unless you have to.
0: Right. Yeah, um yeah, Hayward, yeah, definitely cuz I think uh when he, his first year when he before he broke his leg, they were planning on running him point forward um mm-hmm. a lot. So Definitely, I didn't even think of that honestly when we were talking. But he definitely could do that. But still, I mean, you, losing Kemba is—I think he's our highest scorer, right? Leading for per game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tatum—he's come on, he's great. But I don't—I don't know if he could take the team on his back like, like he'd have to if Kemba wasn't helping.
1: Right. Yeah. That's asking a lot. He's still young. You know, he—he he didn't have a basketball hoop to even shoot until like a month ago so yeah which is still that's still crazy but he wasn't the only
0: one i think i heard uh, giannis <laughs> didn't have one either <laughs>
1: really?
0: so i bet you wow. everyone's gonna get him now right <laughs> <laughs> so oh it's crazy with the injuries um keen pierce i wanted to know what the expe- expectations of a healthy rob williams would he be able to contribute, or would he end up like a Jared Sellinger?
1: Hmm. Hmm. I'll let you go first. <laughs> All right. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't think he's going to end up like Jared Sullinger. Uh sellinger was just a kind of a rebound machine, didn't really do much else. Um, Rob Williams changes the game, you know, with his shot blocking. Uh, I. I think a healthy Rob Williams – we could see him being the first center coming off the bench for Tice.
1: Yeah. How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, I love like you mentioned his shot blocking ability. I mean, he could probably, if he's healthy, average three or four blocks a game. He can rebound. You know, so bring him quickly off the bench. It's just the guy's got to stay healthy. And wasn't there like some stories about him in college, like? having trouble focusing and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. I don't know about, um, in college, but I remember when he was signed with the C's, he forgot his keys and his wallet and <laughs> he showed up late to practice and I, all that stuff. But didn't he miss those, the
1: press conference or something too?
0: Yeah. I think he showed up late to it. Or, <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs>
0: but ever since that wallet incident or his keys, I can't remember which it was. Nothing's happened. He's been on time all the time right. so just in injuries have set him back you know um because he could be a great center in this league he was getting better uh to read like be better on defense and to recover more and uh be able to help on the weak side you know what i mean he's he was yeah. getting better at those things so with this time off i think it will help him tremendously uh just to give him that little extra time, to get because he'd just come back. He'd played, what, maybe two or three games until we we got the stoppage, so. Yeah. And I think the extra time for him will be good, but will, you know, what will Brad do? Will he play him? Will he not? Will he stick with Cantor, who he knows has been in the playoffs and, you know what I mean, can do all those things? I believe he believes in, belongs in the rotation, but. I'm not Brad, and I don't make those decisions, <laughs> thankfully, right?
1: Oh, yeah. He's got a tough job.
0: So, similar thing, uh, Jimmy Troy asked, will the Celtics be able to pick back up where they left off?
1: I mean, that's really the million-dollar question, right, for every team. How is the uh, right. playoff going to affect them? I mean – Thankfully, most of them are pretty young, so it's not like they're going to have tired or legs or you know, need a lot of extra time to get going, if you will. But I like their chances. I hope they're actually even a little bit better with everyone healthy. They need to come yeah. out and on all cylinders.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I'm glad they get those first eight games, you know, so we can get them back to where they were you know they need to build that chemistry this team has um they work great together you know what I mean it's just uh, it's a great team and I don't think it will take them long to get that chemistry back going I think we're one of fortunate because we're I think we're one of the younger teams in the league so I think that might be a slight advantage and and like you said really it's go, that's going to be the million dollar question for every team you know, it's it's it can be anybody's championship this year, unlike other years, you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yep, you and, go on uh, a hot
0: streak, and you're champion, yeah. right?
1: So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I mean, until, so like, of that, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just curious, really, to see how it's going to affect LeBron you know, different schedule. Is it going to mess him up at all? How's he going to handle it? Right. Yeah.
0: I, and he's getting older there too. You know, mm-hmm. he can't do every He can't do everything himself. He, I, he's had a great year this year at 36. I mean, we can't deny that, but you know, maybe he, this two, three months off will hurt him.
1: Yeah, it could. I mean, they were rolling. Before, so it could hurt them. But find out soon yeah, enough.
0: Mean, everybody before was definitely Milwaukee Lakers. I mean, because they both were just rolling. Yeah, uh, but this changes everything. You know, this changes everything really.
1: What so, is Milwaukee have Martin, like ten losses?
0: Uh, I'm not sure to be honest. I do not know. Yeah, it's minimal. <laughs> I think it's more than
1: that, but
0: well, yeah. Because I think the Lakers have 12, right? So it's going to be under that. Wow. So Peter Martin wants to know if the Celtics can make noise this year, which is what we were just talking about. So, like I said, I believe every team this year could make noise. So it's about getting, you know, that chemistry back together, picking up where they left off. Like these other questions, they all kind of intertwine with each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, the Celtics can – Definitely makes some noise.
1: Yeah, I mean the it's, the bench scoring's been their issue all season. So to me, if they're gonna go far, they're gonna have to get points off the bench consistently.
0: Exactly, and that leads me right. To, and that actually <laughs> leads me right into my next question from uh, <laughs> Michael Rudd. He wanted to know when are we gonna see some bench scoring? That was his question, yeah. oh, which is wow. great. Which is what we all need, right?
1: Yeah, I mean the the losses to the like really good teams. It was like the Lakers bench had thirty five points, and the Celtics bench had two. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, well,
0: with this all coming back, uh, basketball. One of the things is that teams can actually sign free agents uh, before resuming play. So. The only thing is, is they've had to have played on a team this year, so like a like a Jordan Crawford, he didn't play on any teams this year. He can't be signed. Um, Isaiah Thomas could be signed. Yeah, Danny, you know, there's and that goes into our question with Michael Rudd that uh, bench scoring could be right there.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah. I mean, they'd probably have to cut somebody to make it happen, but do it.
0: Yeah, I would just cut Poirier. I mean, he doesn't yeah. – he's not seeing the floor. Even if some cent, one center gets hurt, he's not – you know, it'd be Rob Williams and then Cantor. There, mm-hmm. You know, he's not seeing the floor. Get some scoring in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it can't hurt. I mean, I'm still kind of puzzled why it hasn't happened already. I mean, Isaiah is basically begging for it on Twitter, so –
0: I know, and so the fans, we've been begging Danny for
1: months now. Right. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah.
0: So one of the players that have been rumored um, is Boogie. Everyone wants to know where you know, Boogie Cousins may get signed. And the rumor right now is Miami, mm. which I find very interesting.
1: Huh.
0: Yeah. That, that would be a great pickup for them going into the playoffs. Mm. That really would.
1: Is he
0: healthy? Um, I'm not completely sure on that, mm. but I'm sure they wouldn't sign him if he wasn't healthy. I mean, right. what's the point? They could be somebody else.
1: Yeah, but yeah, because they're right
0: behind us. I think they're. I think they're the four seed Oof. right now. I think it's Miami and Indiana, right? Four and five. Yeah. So I mean, Miami's right there. So that Boogie cousin scares me. I mean, and Jimmy Butler. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I love his play. I, I wanted him here years ago when there was all talk about Jimmy Butler coming here, but, <laughs> you know, I like him, but he hasn't really had a supporting cast in the past. It was all just on him in Chicago, you know, so I'd like to see what he will do with this team. They got some good talent, but I really don't want Boogie going, going there. Don't want him going anywhere. I hope he's not healthy yet
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> to get back out there.
1: Right. Or just ends up on like Portland or somebody.
0: Somebody yeah. Lower. That, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So, what do you think um, the Celtics rotation would look like going into the playoff rotation? Like the five?
1: Hmm.
0: Well, no, not the starting five. I'm saying the whole rotation. Who get? Who do you think are the nine, ten players that are in this smaller playoff rotation?
1: Well, like you said, I don't think Poirier's in it. Watermaker shouldn't be in it. Hmm, that's tricky because I don't like Brad. He's he kind of does his own thing.
0: Yeah. See, Brad was a for me. He's a toss up. You know, one he may may get played, but mean he would be the next one to be played if someone was to be played. You know what I mean? For me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we probably have both have the same starting five, right? With Kemba, Jalen, Gordon, Tay- Tayward, and Tice, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So then I would have, obviously, Smart is going to be the first one off the bench. So that's, what, six players? So Cantor's going to be in there because he's a rebound machine, and they may need him against certain bigs in the playoffs. Um, Robert Williams and Grant Williams, too. I think both of those players will get some time. Honestly, those are probably my nine, and then maybe Brad Wanamaker, like you said. He played. He played quite a bit last year in the playoffs. So Brad trusts him,
1: right? I know. Yeah, which is kind of nutty. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, he turns into more
0: of a playmaker than um, a shooter. Yes. Yeah, I mean, shooting. he has it some nights, but some nights it's not his.
1: No, and he just keeps going.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I was trying to think, who do you think is going to be affected the most by not having home court advantage?
1: I I think it hurts the Lakers because it's pretty hard to play at the Staples Center. Milwaukee, too. Toronto. Toronto is an absolute hell of a place for the Celtics when they go up there. So it's it's definitely going to. Hurt Toronto not having home court. I mean, we saw the finals last year. That place was nuts. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's
0: Philadelphia because uh, they've only lost two games at home all year. So, if you're that dominant at home and now you're going to have no road games, I mean, mm-hmm. sorry, no home games. Yeah. I think it affects them the most. I mean, they are – they're 10 and 10-24 away from home oh yeah 10 and 24 <laughs> so this yeah bring on philly in the first round <laughs>
1: right <laughs> yeah well as long as they don't now get to the opposite... bring their court with them
0: right then on the opposite <laughs> end um i think well i like the celtics because they're i think have the third best away record in the league something like that mm-hmm. um so i like the jins because they they compete anywhere You know, they beat Golden State in Golden State. They beat the Lakers in L.A. You know, they're one of the teams that can play anywhere. Actually, sometimes I think they play better on the road than they do at home.
1: Yeah, which is crazy when you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it'll hurt the Celtics at all. They can play wherever, (laughs) like you said. Young and dumb almost, like they don't know any better.
0: (laughs) yeah they do, they they don't know any better, but yeah, I just think them coming back, they're young, you know, they have a great chemistry as a team, uh players stayed with other players, so they've been in contact, actually, I think it was yesterday they had finally released video of Tatum in the gym Hayward in the gym, Romeo Langford was there um it's nice to see them back, you know throwing yeah.
1: up some shoot yeah i was starting <laughs> to get pretty pumped when they were like showing those videos and the photos and stuff makes yeah, it almost I you mean, know makes it seem real <laughs> it's kind of, right i it know it's been so
0: long that nothing seems like it's real anymore
1: <laughs> no i mean i've been playing on the playstation and stuff and it's good to actually see you know real videos real photos that kind of thing just He knows they're they're on the right track to actually getting back playing. And then today, like, we already talked about them releasing the schedule and stuff, so it's pretty cool. Can't wait. Yeah, I'm
0: excited. I'm excited. They only – I like the Celtics' schedule, too, because I think they only play, like, Miami and Toronto. I think, like, that are playoff teams now. I think the rest are against, like, the teams trying to get in, Memphis. Hmm. So we can help our own cause because we play Memphis, so. We can give them that extra, you know, loss to get him down out into the lottery. <laughs> and then the Celtics can win the lottery next year, and everybody will bitch.
1: Right? Oh, God. That'd be funny. <laughs> Danny would trade it. Yeah, that'd be interesting <laughs> to see what he would do. Because, I mean, really, like, the lo- draft's going to be a crapshoot this year.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think it's, like, it's not a good draft, so... He, I think he hung on to that Memphis pick for too long. Mm. You know, you could have traded it last, you know, last year and you would have gotten way more because everyone would have been thinking top three pick at that point.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, see, so you know, like, we didn't have March Madness, so there's really, there's like very little tape on players. yeah yeah Yeah, I don't want to
0: talk about that 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 hit me hard (laughs) I love love March Madness because like they just put their heart and soul you know into it that's when I fell in love actually last year with Edwards Mm -hmm. Carson Edwards I mean he had that one game where he went off went off but then he started going off in the summer league and then this year he's kind of had a welcome to the NBA kind of reality this year so hopefully he gets better and I'm not sure about two-way players but I believe I heard that two-way players could be available to call up if somebody got injured. So if we had an injured player we'd be able I believe would be able to call up a two-way player, which I love that. Cuz yeah. I like our two two-way, you know, Taco and Tremont Waters. I mean, I I love that kid. He's going to be uh, he's going to be he reminds me of Larkin right now but he's going to be a lot lot better than Larkin.
1: Oh, God, yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, so is there anything else that you wanted to touch base on?
1: No, I think we pretty much covered everything. Like I said, I'm just really excited for things to start rolling again. I know we still got a little bit of ways away, but sort of like, you know, the Red Sox when you see the truck leaving for Florida. And hopefully they yeah. do somehow do, like, video of – uh them getting down there i don't know if there's going to be press or anything but it'd be kind of cool if they did some like arrival video and stuff pictures that kind of stuff
0: yeah because it's not going to be like normal where people you know fans are waiting outside their hotel and that's where you get all the pictures you know so Mm -hmm. it will be very different it'll be interesting to see how they do everything because they've been talking about maybe putting in um using the 2K, the NBA 2K music, or the fans. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly how that, that is uh, personally, but come on, just let us hear them. Let us hear them talking. You know what I mean? You can finally hear the coaches and, and even the players. You want to hear the shit talk. You do. Mm-hmm. And this is when you can, and, and you get more, you'll probably get more viewers too as well if you're hearing you know, Marcus Smart covering somebody. A lot of people are going to want to hear what he's got to say, you know? So, and even the refs, you can hear the refs, and you can hear explanations on what calls that were made. I just think in this situation, it would be better to just leave it alone and let's hear the
1: game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder, like, are the refs going to be as bad with no fans? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, probably
0: worse,
1: probably worse because <laughs> they won't have people yelling at them in
0: their faces.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. But it's going to yeah. be interesting, though, definitely interesting to see how this, you know, all goes down. This is an unprecedented year, you know, anybody can win it and it's get get on their hot streak and you're good. So I like our chances. I like just because of the players we have. um, they're rested now. We're getting healthy players, um, unhealthy players back. This is the do you know that our starting five has only played eight games together? Uh oh,
1: yeah. Wow, I thought together it was like at least ten.
0: Injuries. No, eight. So think about that. We're all coming back counting. They're young, so I don't think they're gonna be have a problem getting in shape. Um and then those eight games, those eight games they need to get that chemistry back. You know, you may lose a game, but get that chemistry back, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm really excited for it. I, Me too. I really can't wait. I mean, even if <laughs> – not that I don't want them to not win, but I just want basketball back, you know, crown a champion.
1: Yes, please. Anyone but the Lakers. Yep, absolutely. But, yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else?
0: No, I think, um, actually, no, I just did want to say something. Um, last week, I had said that Marcus Smart had a better uh, three-point shooting percentage than Devin Booker. Um, that was incorrect. He has more three-pointers than Devin Booker this year, um, but their percentage isn't as far off as you would think it's. Uh, Booker's is 35%, as Smart is 31%. So just wanted to you know correct that mistake that I made last week, but uh Steve, can you can you believe that that he's made more threes than Booker?
1: Honestly, no. <laughs> Not until you said it. And everyone I mean, says, "Well,
0: he jacks them yeah. up. He jacks them up." Well, the percentage isn't that bad compared to Booker's. And Smart played in nine less games.
1: Yeah, yeah, with the so. injuries. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely been noticeably better this year. So I've. I knew I was, like, at least over 30%, but I didn't realize it was that close to him. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's for all you smart haters out there. (laughs) He does does a lot for the team, you know. I mean, just defensive-wise and um, going for the ball on the ground and the hustle and the standing up for guys. But when he's shooting, that team is lights out, too. I mean, could you imagine if Gordon Hayward comes back, like, you know, before this break? And he starts doing his part. And then you get Smart coming off the bench actually scoring, say, 12 points a game. This Damn. team's who, – who, who's going to stop that? I mean, I'm not – I just – it's a hard – if we can get all our pieces together at the right time, this team is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, but that's all I have. <laughs> cool. All right. Yep. Thanks to everyone in advance for checking out this episode, share it, subscribe to us on anchor right now. It'll be on um, iTunes and stuff pretty shortly, but yeah, definitely share it. Tell your friends about it. Post it on social media. You check us out Uh, the website, www.diehardbostonsportsfans.com, Twitter, Mine's We Play for Titles, and what's yours in the shows, Jess?
0: Yep, Mine is um, Jessica Snee,
1: S-N-E-E,
0: and uh, the shows is at Shooting Jays, J-A-Y-S.
1: Cool. Awesome. Have a good day or night whenever you listen to this one.
0: Thanks, guys. Thanks. See you.